What's up and welcome back to Propel's Talk. Is the home of your now tied in the first round of the NBA playoffs, New Orleans Pelicans. They are fucking tied. Let that sink in. Joined with five, Lito, Stephen Offner. Before we get into it, we got, yeah, I love it. I love that Lito's repping BI right now. Uh, before we get in, presented to you by Boot Crew Media and Company Burger. Company Burger located at 4600 Ferret Street. Make sure you go check them out. I will most likely be there tomorrow with a victory burger. Five. Um, we'll get to five and Leo and Steven. You know, last night was um, was special, and uh, we had talked. We had actually a lengthy conversation before the game, though. Jackson Hayes, right? There was a lot of people, a lot of people, saying that Jackson Hayes needed to be benched. And me and five – we're on the other side. What'd you see from him last night? Uh, you know, first of all, just because somebody's on the court and the other people on the court are having a bad game, just because the plus minuses is saying that he's having a bad game, that doesn't necessarily mean that. That doesn't correlate necessarily with what you're watching. B.I. and C.J. were missing. Jonas was missing. All sh- makeable shots. Do you think their plus his plus minus would have went up as as the game went on, or if they were making those shots? Watch the game. It's going to tell you exactly what you need to know. Jackson Hayes played so well last night. He played yeah. well in the first game. I think he was doing the sa- similar things. He just got the opportunities in the second second game to do so. I think second possession of the game, he he was able to get a corner three, and he missed it. Yeah. That didn't deter his game at all. Early in the season, that probably would have. That probably would have. But that just is a testament to Jackson. He's just working. He's playing defense. He's switching. He's getting better rebounds. Like, he's doing basketball things. And last night, he was amazing, man. He stretched yeah. the floor. He pushed it up. Well, not him pushing it, but him running caused Devin Book to, to strain a hamstring, which, you know, we'll probably get into later. But these are all basketball things, and Jackson benefits from that. So let's let's just stop with the foolishness. Please. No, yeah, that's a good point, Leo, before I get to you five, because I want to talk to you a little bit about it. Because, one, um, I also think he wasn't used right in game one. You saw more that he was in the dunker spot now than out, you know, outside on the wings because he's not a spot-up three-point shooter. Like if, he, if he hits a three, like so be it, but he's more effective around the rim. Two, five, he started out that game last night, the first three possessions, as you said, uh, rebound, Offensive rebound, block, and then switched on to Booker and, and CP all night. And he was incredible. So, I mean, the way that Willie made the adjustment to put him in the dunker, to involve him in actions was really good. Also, Jackson is a very – he's just a very athletic – he's a gazelle. Like, he's a freak. You don't just bench him because he had a bad game in game one. Um, so, he, he played well last night. Uh, Lito, what would you see from him? Because to five's point um, – the kid's playing with a lot of confidence now. Well, first of all, kudos to y'all because <laughs> you, you seem to be wrong a lot. Hey, listen. I was only what was the other time I was wrong. Oh, Jose, Jose, Jose. We were both wrong about that. We were both wrong. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I I apologize to Jose. I'm gonna apologize to Jackson. <clears throat> Not so much that I was I was Vince Jackson, but I was more like Trey Jackson. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But with that being said, shout out to Willie for figuring out how to use Jackson, how to put Jackson in, how to put Jackson in spots where he can use his physical gifts instead of just floating by the three-point line. 
Um, game one, I remember possession. I think Chris Paul was checking him, and he was just sitting in the corner, and I was, like, infuriated. But they looked at the tape. They figured out. And I'm glad the Pels are doing this. Like, we can run. We can whip. We're fast, man. Like, Jackson is probably the best athlete. Well, Zion's not playing. But Jackson is probably the best athlete, top five athlete in the NBA, right? Yeah. I'm sure he runs off. He's he's fucking. Oh. He's <laughs> what? Steven's face. You, you don't think so? <laughs> yeah, Steve, top what do you five? think? I, I don't know. Oh, I, that was just shocking. I never thought of him as the top as top five athlete in the league. I just athlete. I and I understand he is a very good athlete, but top five in the Wait, league. Steve, all right, so look, we're talking about a six eleven dude who can fucking run like Randy Moss. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, all right. I just, just the eyes. I can't wait to cut that screenshot of the eyes because five yeah. five Steven's eyes lit up the two different ways. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, so Jack, Jack Jack's caught Jack's caught a fucking goal yesterday. He caught a goal route. He made, he, made book, yeah. he made book pull a hammy trying to keep up with him like he was the real the real Revis. <laughs> I'm just saying, no, but man, shout out to shout out to Jackson for, for staying the course, man, and, yeah. and using his gifts and fucking just he 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 played a great game. He got his shit blocked on one end, came down, didn't quit, and and cleaned that shit off the glass on the other end. That was a ridiculous fucking play. The the two hand block. That oh, changed the game. No yeah, one. They changed no. The game. Oh my gosh. Um, we could talk about it all night, but I want to get to Steven. Leo, you mentioned, uh, shout out to Willie, right? And so, Steven, th- Willie Green deserves so much credit, but to stick with guys like, to keep guys invested, Jackson Hayes, Trey Murphy, Jose Alvarado, that is really fucking hard as a coach. And, Steven, you see it now with Jackson, you see it now with Trey. I mean, Willie Green's been everything and then and then some. Yeah, I mean, what it, it- it would be a lot more fun if he had some like little fun thing like trust the process. You know, it seems like he, you know, like you said, it was it's his first year in the league. So, look, he had to figure himself out before he can figure you know the players out, and he did that. And again, giving this guy playing time at the end of the year, and like you said, using him in the right way, it's all credit to Willie, but it's also a lot of credit to Jackson too. Because I mean, he's just, I mean, just look at him. I mean, what Five said earlier. Um, uh, taking a three. If he would have taken a three in the what the first couple of games, he would have been benched then for taking a three. <laughs> so it's like it, that's how much his game has already progressed in just a short amount of time. We've talked about it for a couple of years now. How I mean, what he just started playing basketball? What five years ago? Five, five six years ago. ago. So I mean, yeah, all right, all right. That's a testament to what you know, Lito. Uh, what um. Lito just said about him being probably a top five athlete in the league. Maybe, it, maybe it's true. I, I just like, never thought about it that five, way. Five, you 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 seem really adamant about this, and I'm gonna like kind of change the pace here because who are your top five athletes in the league? Ooh. Uh, you got to go, Ja Morant, Ja Morant, Zion, Giannis. Uh, yeah, I mean he's a possibly free... possible probably fringe probably fringe top five, but uh. What's my man, Zach Levine? Oh, Zach Levine. See, athleticism is speed combined with jumping ability and power. That's oh. kind of how I see athleticism. I don't care what you can do in the air, but the ability to get there is is the thing that it, when you mix those up, like that's what you get. Not like like Terrence Ross three years ago, 
would have been stupid athletic because his ability to jump. Aaron Gordon, like yeah. not now, but you know Lonnie, you also got to take into consideration, like I'd say, a top athlete have like finishing ability, like the strength to finish a play. What's go through with it? Like anybody can just jump up in the fucking air. Like the control of everything with it. So, like, yeah, I mean, I agree with a lot of those, but like, it's just Jackson right, still like Jackson still got those like kind of like those those. Deer baby deer legs every once in a while, you know. Like, <laughs> that's <laughs> exactly, that's what I'm saying. So I'm not. I'm not saying I'm putting him in my top five of the league. Yet. Hey, hey, hey! Right. I, okay. I see it as I see it as this. Like, can I put Jackson Hayes on the football field? Yes. Yes. Can I put him on a track track uh track track field? Field, I say field. It's right. track, field, track and field, right? Track. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm saying, can I put him on the? Can I put him on the track to run? Yes. Like he can go in multiple different places. Some basketball players can only just play basketball, so he can do multiple things. Like J.R. Smith, rookie year would have been yeah. probably been in my top five. Well, Birdman's got to be there. J.R. Smith's there. J.R. Smith no, tearing up the links no, right now. I'm not giving Birdman that. No, no, not not. Birdman. Are we? Are we? Okay, you know what? I'm not even getting to that. Um, you, just not gonna, you know what? You gotta, you gotta incorporate speed with that, bro. You can't okay. just you can't. That's yeah. fair. Well, fuck me then. All right. So, anyways, um, <laughs> is that the is that pause or whatever y'all do? No. Um, <laughs> Lito, Lito, what's up, Brandon Ingram? Well, I want to talk about him because before we got on here, you're showing the one four right now. Um, before we got on here, me and you had talked, and you know we had just become friends and, and acquaintances and, and, and we just started this pod, you know, only two and a half months ago. So I've only known you for like three months. Yeah. Um, best three months of your life. You'd say best easily. Are you right. kidding me? It's, it, mean, goes, meeting, it. it goes Lido marrying my wife, Red Sox 2004 <laughs> world series. That's, that's what it was. You, ha- you have a kid. I hope your kid coincides with you knowing Lido. I really hope that that happens. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, right, right. You're right there. Um, But we, t- we talked about, Brandon Ingram and defending him and all these trade yeah. rumors. Go back a couple years. Yeah. Like, I Shit, want you to yeah. talk about that. I remember, man. I remember being on the timeline alone, man. <laughs> I remember, I remember just saying, you know, when we got him a lot, you know, and, and I know how a lot of the Pals fans are. We don't, we don't like the Lakers, so we didn't want to accept what the Lakers were giving us. But I was telling them, telling my, I was telling anybody who would listen, Brandon Ingram is different. He's he's different, and and he it took it took a while for him to come into his own, but that's not his fault, man. He's had multiple coaches, he's been in multiple different uh, team settings, he's been on bad teams. You can't become your best, like still sharp and still right. You can't become your best self when you're playing with mediocre players, right? Yeah, you, you're playing you're playing in an organization who didn't have a vision, and even us, we didn't have a vision up until recently. So, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of trade bi talk. A lot of bi isn't you know who you think he is. He whatever, whatever. Man, listen, I'm so glad that y'all are saying y'all are wrong. I'm so elated that the timeline is pro Brandon Ingram now. That dude is Brandon Ingram's. Don't grow on trees. You don't. You don't get these guys. He doesn't come around every so often. He's a bona fide. Listen, fuck that. He's a superstar. He is a superstar. And if you didn't know it before yesterday, you damn sure know it now. 
That was well said. I appreciate that. Five. Um, five. Brandon Ingram, um, you know, me and you have talked in detail with this too because it, you see a different Brandon Ingram, right? at least I do. Um, he's being way more aggressive. He's kind of a three-level scorer now. I mean, he's always been a three-level scorer, but like he's like literally posting people up if he's got the advantage. What are you seeing from him? Because it looks like he's just playing, you know, he's a man among boys right now because he gets to his spot whenever he wants and you can't do anything about it. They put the ball in his hands and everything is slowing down. There's nothing he can't do on the basketball floor. Like he has, I don't know how many holes that he really has in his game. Um, You could say the three-point shooting. I kind of lean towards that. That was going to happen because he had those lower extremity uh you know, injuries at the beginning of the season and middle of the season, and he really couldn't get his legs up, up under him. He took those 10 games off, you know, talking about with a hamstring, he took those 10 games off, and now look at him. He's got his legs under him, and he, what, was knocking down threes last night. You're like, oh, well, look at it. It's a healthy basketball player knocking down shots. Well, look at that. Who would have thought? Look at that. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Um, it, it, it always makes me, like, Things like this, like this shit, it makes me think like they doing the right, the right thing with the medical staff. Like everybody heard, everybody heard that Brandon Ingram was ready for a week, you know, before they let yeah. him come back. They held him out for a little while longer, and then I mean, is it working? <laughs> that's a that's a good just, point, Stephen. That's a really good point. Um, it seems like people with degrees in science oh. know what they're talking about. Uh, what did you oh. say your first podcast? You're like, I think we were talking about COVID. You said, like, why do we believe scientists? Or why, why are we Why are we trusting people that study things for so long and and may know what they're talking about? Oh, we just because we just watch basketball. Oh no, they maybe they studied it maybe for a decade long before they got a piece of paper that said they're qualified to do this. I don't know. Maybe this yeah. went to summer school for science, and now they're on yeah. Facebook talking yeah. about it like they know what's going on. But you fail. Yeah. Shut up. Um, Presented by uh, Company Burger, located at 4600 for Red Seat. Steven, oh my God, Trey Murphy and Jose Alvarado and Herb Jones. It's, it's you know, I it's easily not even close that this is the best draft class in the entire franchise history. I'm close. Lying. I'm not lying when I say, you know that picture of uh, them in the Halloween costumes? I want that framed and I'm going to hang it next. <laughs> I, I'm going to hang it right next to me with... With uh, uh, the guys from Boy Meets World, right up here. I want to. I want to. I'm not. I'm not even joking. This is amazing. I mean, what a fucking home run! It, it, that, that's it. I mean, what more you can say? I mean, I mean, Jose was. You didn't see that coming. Herb, you definitely didn't see coming. Trey, you kind of expected to make a good impact. Well, you did, Justin. You did. Okay. I saw Herb Jones. You definitely did say that at the beginning of the year. I, I have given you credit for that before. You did say that. But yeah, I mean, man, it's just. Oh, and they're just every. I, how how can you not love this team, man? No, nah, it's it's impossible. Five. I mean, you- Trey Murphy snapped his wrist last night, and the net barely moved. I mean, like he's like <laughs> he was. I playing. think it was like top of the key. Yeah, like it's top of the key. Like I just I just saw his wrist. I'm like that's in. I mean, five. He's he's in a. Fuck. I wish I was this confident. In something in my life. I mean, he is out of this world confident right now. I mean, playing basketball works. You know, when you when that's you get a crazy. chance to. Yeah, you know, when you get a chance to get on the court and not feel like everything you do is like scrutinized and you could just play, just play basketball. Like, all right, I'm a good shooter. Also, 
when we drafted Trey, we expected Zion to be there, and he was just going to be a floor spacer. We brought in CJ, and the floor just got better spaced. And look at what's happening. Just just look at what's happening. The kids getting a chance to shoot wide open jumpers freely with mm-hmm. no hesitation. And then, oh, yeah, your only responsibility is shoot the ball, get rebounds, play good defense. Yeah, he got hit with a couple back cuts. You know, I got to keep it real. They, they was getting you. You went to Virginia. You should know how to guard a, a back cut. But eventually – it, it's going to pan out. It's going to work. I mean, you're going to get a, get a really good Suns team that's going to exploit you, especially you being a rookie. You're trying to get over the top. I understand it. It happens to the best of us. But eventually, this is going to work. I would be the component that I thought Trey Murphy was going to start at the beginning of the season from what I saw in preseason. Just right. from that, I figured that that was going to happen. The confidence was there. Now we're just seeing the evolution of it. He fell. Now he got back up. And I don't know. I don't know what, what's going to happen next, but it's it's about to be an amazing uh, ride. Pause. That's not even necessary. I know, but I had to because I was checking my thesaurus. I was checking my thesaurus, and I couldn't think of another word. But it's, it's like okay. an old saying, man. Hey, hey, I'm gonna be honest with you, Stephen. The people that I'm talking about, they don't play by the same rules. They don't play by the same rules that you play by. So I, got- uh, I love <laughs> this podcast. Rules. This is incredible, Lido. Um, you know, Trey Murphy, he's uh, to five's point, got backdoored a couple times last night, and you could have – there's ways as a player, right? Come on. Come on. <laughs> okay. I mean, there's hey, one. Good job, Steven. Good job. He, okay, okay let's try it again. Trey Murphy cut. got backdoor cut uh, multiple times last night. And, and, <laughs> and, and I, I still don't even get it. Alito. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right, go ahead. What I'm saying, though, is – he got kind of emba- it's kind of embarrassed to get back door. Usually we get back cut, you know, yeah. you as a defender and as a player, you kind of get embarrassed by that, right? Yeah. But Trey yeah. Murphy, like I think as as five pointed out earlier in the year, he might have even gotten yanked or he might have gotten benched or whatever. Okay, next play. It was a next play mentality, and that shows you that these guys playing in these games and playing fucking tight ass games and national TV games, like man, that's so big for your development. And, and Lito, it's been huge for Trey. Huge. Yeah. Having 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 Trey getting minutes, uh, Trey understanding uh, situations within the game, Trey having trust and belief from Willie, right? Like. That's empowering that he knows if he makes a mistake at this juncture in the season, he's just not going to get pulled and he's not going to he's not going to see the floor again. He knows he has the ability. You know, fuck, he's he's 21, man. It's a, it's a whole bunch of shit he hasn't seen on the NBA floor. And it, you can't really hold that against him. But you have him out there for his talent, and his ability, because he has so much goddamn potential. He's a great rebounder already. And it's crazy. Yeah. Not even like not even mentioning his shooting. He's so many other intangibles. He, <clears throat> you know, what I'm saying his his defensive instincts will. I, I'm not. Even, they, they'll they'll get there. They'll get there. I'm not worried about that at all. I think the future is so bright for Trey, man. That's that's Mr. Kenny son. That's little Kenny. Uncle Kenny yeah. son. Yep. Well, like that, Stephen. I was on. Um, I was watching actually uh, Skip and Chance today. And Skip Bayless actually says that that New Orleans coach. Uh, head coach New Orleans is going to be one of the better coaches in the league and maybe one of the best one day. Um, and it just shows you how connected. Brain dead. 
No, he's not. It just shows you how connected Willie Green is with each player individually and have different relationships with all of them, right? Because not to mention earlier on the year, he benched Trey and sent him to Birmingham. Same with Jackson Hayes. And now they're like literally shining in the postseason. I mean, he has this thing that it, you can't teach it. Yeah. And and he has it. It's called like he can relate with them because he's closer to them in age. I mean, look what we had last year. Yeah. At that curmudgeon trying to teach you know and coach all of these young guys. Wow. Now you bring in a guy who's younger, who understands the league now. You know, he's come up. I mean, he, he coached with Monty. You know, it's just everything that Willie's done up to this point has been nothing but good. Yeah. You know, so I mean, I it's 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 he's special. Yes, it is. Yeah. I mean, it, and I'm so happy that we didn't go back to that revolving door of coaches that a lot of teams yeah. do. Like the, yeah. the, the old, you know, re-thre- retreading these old tires with these old coaches. It's like, why? Let's try something new. Let's try somebody different. Give them a shot. And uh, they did it, it did again. Did a good job again, man. It's like, a couple of these moves this offseason. Lido and five, yeah. I mean, Stephen, great points, and we talked about this. And Lido went here first, and then five. But David Griffin, he had a f- disastrous, like fireable offense year last year. He has now turned this thing around to where this is like hands down the best, maybe maybe the best in the league this year with the hiring of Willie Green, the trade of C.J. McCollum. The trade of Jonas Valanciunas, drafting Herb Jones, drafting Trey Murphy, undrafting Jose Alvarado. He hasn't missed, Lito. He hasn't missed. Looking back, if we if we had if we had foresight to see the moves that were made last summer, like you could say at the time you hit a home run, but it you had to wait for the puzzle to come together, right? Especially with the trade for CJ. He fucking hit a home run. Like he hit a home run with everything. You got, you got three rookies playing big minutes in the NBA playoffs. That's <laughs> crazy. You got a rookie head coach, right? I, I think Jose Alvarado has made three threes the last two games of Namastegan. Uh, I don't know what Trey shot. I know Herb was Herb was like, and 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 look. Even Herb, right? Herb, everybody knows Herb came out of college a non-shooter. So much so, it affected his draft stock. Herb has no hesitation in shooting the ball now. And he's making that shit consistently. I mean, it's a home run, man. You got to give kudos to, to the front office. You got to give you gotta give Davis flowers, man. He, he did damn good. Piggybacking off Lito. Herb, Trey... Jose, they're all singles. CJ was the grand slam. Like, right. get on base. I mean, that just brought it all home. This Griff Griff's done a great job. We know that. Like at this point, where you can just fir- firmly say that that's cool. Willie, I think Willie's the most important part of this. Um, I think he was leading them until Brandon was like, "Nah, I got it now." Like it got to that point. It was like, "All right, I got you." I understand. I understand what you need me to do. Because at first it was kind of like, hey, we don't know where we are. He's injured. He's in and out. They three and 16. And to, to fight back to, to this point and to go back to what Lito said, you got three rookies playing in the playoffs versus a number one seed. 
a number one seed and all the talk about rotations and all the talk about that and like he's showing up at this moment this juncture uh of the playoffs gotta win on the road yes yeah. that's, that's insane man that's insane I'm glad you bring that up because you know what's you know what I'm sick and tired of you know I'm seeing all these tweets today I try not to pay attention to them they really piss me off clearly um if Devin Booker would have played in the fourth quarter the Suns would have won well, can I can I go can I go I oh I see load it up load it up Go Steven and Lito, go. I, I've been thinking about this all day. Everybody's always talking about, oh, well, what, what, you know, it would be different if we played or, or this person played. Yeah, we have a person that hasn't fucking played all year either. Like, yeah. we're down a person too. It happens to everybody. Shut up. We get it. Like, it's part of the game. People get hurt. Like, right. Okay, yeah, congratulations. Yeah, he did have 31 points in the first half. <laughs> he was shooting lights out. But at the same time, it's like, it's part of the game. Deal with it. You also, you played... I mean, it's a good basketball team. We still beat you by what? I mean, it was closer than the score ended, but we beat him. You know, we got a W. Yeah, I mean, it looks like yeah, Fives yeah, exactly. about to jump out of his chair. Yeah, no, just not to not to interject, but if you were to tell me Devin Booker scored thirty one points in the entire game, yeah, and you lost, what is that saying about your t- like? You lost the game. Sure. He had 31. What else should he have been able to do? That should have been blowing us out. If he had 31 points in the first half, 31 points in the game. That seems like an average day, right? That seems like a, a win. Chris Paul had, what, 30-some points the night before, and that was a win. So what's the difference? And Devin didn't even score that much. But, Lito, I'm going to just oh, – so I'm I wasn't trying to cut you off. Like, you can you keep going. No, 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 no. I know you, you loaded up the chopper. So, load up the chopper. So, look. To five and Stevens Point. Yes, we have not have we have not had Zion. Yes, you scored 31 points in a game. That's supposed to be game. That's fucking game, right? That's what a superstar does. He put the points on the board, he closes the game out. But check this out. With them 31 points, we were only down eight in the first half. Five. Right? Five. I'm sorry, we were down five in the first half. So okay. We I, I in the third quarter, he played the third quarter. He went scoreless. Shot one time. He shot the ball one time. We were winning. We got hurt. What, what am I missing? It's it, it just losers. They're literally making an excuse. They're, just, they're losers. That's what they do. What, I mean, listen. Which is why I said this. And five to your point, I, I saw what you said about. Uh, I, I saw what you said about Mike Conley. I only want I want I do not want Devin Booker to be hurt because I wanted to beat them with D Book because I know how the narrative will spin. But with that being said, God does not mistakes and I will he does not make mistakes and I will not look a gift horse in the mouth. I'm taking every gift I can. Yeah, and li- and listen, I want to make that clear too, Lito, because like I love Devin Booker. I want to watch him play as an incredible talent. Like he got hurt. What did I do? What do we like? I just wish that you, you, I hate that people just make this excuse, right? When literally the Pelicans have had to deal with Zion Williamson for an entire year. Didn't make one excuse. Haven't made an excuse. Haven't seen anybody. Haven't seen a tweet, any of that stuff, make an excuse. And that's, that's just what this team's about, man. Like I just thought it was so incredible. Game one, Game one, the first two quarters, like let's call a spade a spade. We were getting fucking embarrassed. It was. It, it, I, I was hoping we could get to thirty points at one point in the first half. Thank God we get to thirty-one. But but since then, Lido, since then, 
they've beaten the hell out the Suns. They beat the they won that second half in game one and they lost by eleven, whatever. And then and then the first quarter game two, they came out and they hit them in the mouth. What's impressively though is the Suns went on just a ridiculous run there in the second quarter. I mean, a haymaker from a heavyweight champion, and the Pelicans took it, only down five at half, and then the third quarter. Jackson Hayes, uh, Brandon Ingram, that's that's ballsy. That's that's nails. That's tough. You know, <laughs> that's tough. You know, you know, you know, this is the thing. I'm looking at I'm looking at the game and I'm watching um, you know we I think at one point both teams scored I felt like seven straight possessions they scored on every possession but you know the thing I when I when I when I'm looking at the game you know what I realized in that in that time like yeah they scoring but nah they can't stop us mm-hmm. they cannot stop us and that's when we just started fucking we we were we were running like we were I remember the specific play where I think. B.I. got the ball from somebody, and he just dissed to Jackson on the wing. Who, who? It was such a timely cut, man. That's why I got to give Jackson his flowers because I said the last pot. He's just got to understand. He's got to understand when to cut. It's not about. It's not about the the actual cut. It's the timing of the cut. Yeah, and that was perfect, man. What what you know? Way to rim run. Yeah, I mean, five third quarter. I think we've been a good third quarter team lately. Uh, is it, is it adjustments? Is it, is it Willie preparing his team for the second half? Like, why are we so good in the third? I mean, I have an answer, but why are we so good in the third? I mean, again, coaching isn't just one thing. Coaching is multiple things, and we talked about that. And I think Willie's good at adjusting. I mean, we've been at a th- good third quarter team all year. Like yep. after halftime, we've come out and we've made a run at something, even if it was a, a big lead, and we've done this multiple times and what you saw was Devin Booker had 31 points in the first half and then it stopped like it, it stopped like one the, shot the con- Devin Booker just doesn't just take one shot because he just wanted to take it the game was close I'm pretty sure he wanted to shoot he just couldn't he didn't have an opportunity to like he normally did and unfortunately yes he pulled his hamstring but that prior to that yo the defense was key on him we need to talk about, you know, when guys are on a hot streak, we need to slow them down earlier. But I'm cool with going into halftime and making that adjustment so it doesn't happen or continue on. Devin Booker was not about to get 60 or 50 in that game. I don't care what no one says. He wasn't about that wasn't about to happen. I think Willie Green does a really good job of saying, all right, we're doing this very poorly. We need to switch to this. And nine times out of ten, he's usually right. Yeah, he's impressive. And Stephen, that's about 70 or 80% of coaches actually just making adjustments on the fly. And we said this last podcast, he's been a plus home run in every single category besides his rotations. Now last two games, he's been pretty freaking good with his rotations. He's keeping it a secret. He's keeping it a secret. I mean, maybe they, I mean, I mean, look, I mean, look who the other coach is. He knows him pretty well, yeah. So it's just it, it's maybe it's just something that he's maybe he's got a little something on Monty, you know. I don't know. <laughs> I think I, I think they were having like a little chess match, man. I think it was. Yeah, a lot well, of, that's a lot what I'm saying. Movies. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He may have like 
he's probably thought he, he probably thought about this coaching against him. You know, I mean, coach with him for how long? You know, every two day years for two years. He was Did with he him play for him every single day. Played right. for him. Played for him. For so he's years, got a feel yeah. for him. He he understands him. You know, so and that's that's he, crazy. That could too, be an advantage. It, that could legitimately be an advantage in this series because it's crazy. I didn't think about this five, but it's crazy. I'll say that because Willie has now played under Monty, coached with Monty. And he's played with Chris Paul, coached Chris Paul, and now is against Chris Paul. Coaching Chris Paul game. went berserk game one, five. Was the best I've ever seen him. Game two, he wasn't that good. I mean, I, I don't know if Willie made an adjustment on him. He missed some shots, but yeah, he wasn't that yeah. good. I think I think it was a it was a I guess a combination of both. Chris missed some shots that he definitely could have made. Those those mid range pull ups, and I think yeah. those kind of had an impact on him. Um, also, I think the Pelicans ran them. They're, Chris Paul ain't young. Like, he's not trying to run up and down like that. He's trying to play half-court basketball, and when he can run, he will run. Even on the, look, even on the attempt that, um, you know, Jackson shot the shot, Mikhail Bridges blocks it, they're on the run. He's really in cruise control at this point. Like, he had to slow up for Mikhail to give him the rock, because Chris ain't trying to do all that. He's he trying to get a ball up so somebody else can do that. Like, all that running... It's not what he's trying to do. He's trying to play slow, methodical basketball and run when the opportunity presents itself. That's just his game. When you got cat, like that's a young man's game. That ain't an old man's game. Like you go to the park, them old cats not trying to run. Oh, half court, ball up. They call the fouls for no reason. You know, they grabbing your jersey saying, I, 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 stop. Yeah, like, no, that's a young man's thing. That was great. Uh, I was actually talking to Chaz today and um, just – who did you talk to today? Who did you talk to? I was I was jacked up, man. You didn't even I, talk I actually to me. Called, this is the first I, time he's talked no, to me today. I, I didn't text you today, and I work with nah. you. Um, I call. I didn't. I hit up Lido. No, I didn't hit up Lido. I was about to say I didn't. You didn't. You didn't holler at me. I was probably worried about just retweeting the guy cast, baby. Um, <laughs> my guy. So, Stephen, let's get into it. What? Games three and four. What are you expecting? Like. Like the Pelicans now with Devin Booker most likely not going to travel five, it made sense. Um, post probably going to just rehab and rest in Phoenix. He's going to be out both games. Yeah. Okay. Well, it, they also have times to make adjustments also without him. I mean, they're a good basketball team. Yes. So I don't expect, I don't expect, I mean, we're not going to, I mean, I would love, I, oh, you know, I do, I do expect us to win both games, but not as easily as people would think. Right. So it's just they have time to make some adjustments. They got two days off like we got two days off. They, they had to travel. We had to travel. It just so happens that we're coming home. Yeah. But the Smoothie King Center is going to be, be rocking. I can't wait. Friday night. I cannot wait to be there. But it's that'll that'll be to our advantage. If we can come out hot, we can come out hot the first couple of minutes, you know, go up, go on a nice little run. That place is going to be rocking and game threes in the bag by halftime. God, that'd be, that'd be great. Uh, Lito, Suns are six and two without book. It's missed eight games this year. Um, you know, this changes a lot, but as Steven said, they're still a really good basketball team. Pelicans have to make adjustments because they had CJ McCollum on Booker. So I wonder who CJ goes to and who's going to start. You know, Booker was, I guess, being hidden on Hayes. So who do you see? Yeah, you know, with matchups there, what's going to happen there? So the Suns are a good team without Book and Chris, right? 
not not great without Chris, but they're they're an efficient team because they 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 have enough skill on their roster. I don't think we should count our eggs before they're actually in our basket. Like we shouldn't be, you know, like we still have to play this game. So before I answer your question of Bob's point, Charles Barkley said something yesterday that was kind of interesting. He said that when he got a little bit older, he was still a good player, but he didn't have the ability to put up big games back to back because mm-hmm. of legs of stamina of you know just the things that comes with being an older basketball player especially at the point guard position like that's got to be taking a, a you know a toll on him um i think now is the time where you put jack you put uh herb on chris like you smother that shit now like you 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 put that whole fire out you know what i'm saying you you that that will totally decapitate everything right you you were asking about who was guarding ja- uh, Jackson now. Is that what you said? Yeah, who do you think? Because uh, Booker was guarding. They were hiding Booker on Jackson. So who, who I guess, starts for Book and Cam- who Cameron, uh, Cam- Cameron. Cam Payne. No, going to Cam- No, 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 no. no. Oh, Cam- I'm sorry. Cam who? Johnson. Yeah. Cam, Cam Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, Cam. Yeah, sorry. Um, Cam Johnson will probably most likely start. But Cam Payne is very aerodynamic. Was- Cam Payne looks like an art bar. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, my bad, my bad. Delete that. Delete that. Not you keep Bye. that. In. Lito, Lito, we don't delete shit on this podcast. Are you kidding me? You think we're delete that? Absolutely not. <laughs> nah, I, I think. I mean, so like, so, so you know, with campaign coming in the lineup. No. Cam Johnson. Cam, Cam Cam Johnson. Johnson. The artwork got me. The shit got me, man. With Cam Johnson coming into the lineup, you know, he's never going to be Devin Booker, ever. But the thing is, with Chris Paul controlling the offense, he can he can still be a very – he can be a good player in that offense because he can shoot the ball. That's the, that's the the one skill, like, you, you don't lose because Cam can shoot, Devin can shoot. They score in different ways. But as far as like the shooting goes, that that shit is still there. And Cam plays decent defense. Like he's not Mikael Bridges, but he's played he plays good enough defense. He's kind of sneaky athletic. He dunked on Najee. I'm not supposed to bring that up. I'm sorry. But um, I just think it, I think it it changes them. It kind of oh yeah. Book is more book is more like ISO-ish with his in a way. Uh, Cam is gonna get his in a Florida game. He's gonna get his off Chris Paul. Uh, navigating his way through the lane he's he's gonna spot up get open he might he might you know find uh go to princeton route cut the back door cuts and shit that shit like that um i mean i, I think willie to steven said this earlier willie's been in that locker room they're basically calling the same fucking sets. No, they are. They are. Call, they they both run elbow and spain pick and roll. It's literally the same. The same team. Sorry. Go ahead. You know what I'm saying? That's what, so like it's not. It's nothing. Neither one to this point. Like we've played however many games we played. Is nothing new is happening here. It's just all about the execution of it. Yeah. Um, I mean, go ahead, Fa. No, no, no. I was just give me a second. I got some got some stuff. First thing is. Lito, you said Cam Johnson is going to play. He's going to start. He averaged 17 points in games that he started. So, yes, he's going to get his points off the floor of the game. He's going to catch and shoot, uh, offensive rebounds, uh, 
offensive, and then they're going to look for him. That's always a good shot off of offensive rebound. That's a three. Right. This thing that we're probably not even talking about is the crowd in New Orleans. Yes. Right, right. Like, yes, the Suns have played big games, right? They play big games on the road, of course. They never played a big game here. Our crowd was non-existent. Chris is probably telling them, like, nah, bro, it's not what you think. I think this is an opportunity for Brandon to say, this isn't yours anymore. This is mine. It's been Chris's since he left. Even when he left, it was still his. Even when Anthony Davis was gone here, it was still Chris's. Chris still got more love than Anthony Davis ever would. This is an opportunity for Brandon mm. to say, nah, man, this is mine. You can you can go on greater passions, do what you gotta do. But this ain't yours no more. Chris is probably still get love. But this 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 crowd is gonna show you, like, oh wow, this is different. I think even the role players for the Suns is gonna be like, all right, it's a different environment than what we thought we were going to walk into because they just never seen it. That's fuck. That was awesome. Uh, because it's a great segue. And I'm about to ask Steven because this, whenever you put the saints on a Sunday night or Monday night or Thursday night, and it's an eight 30 primetime game. It's it, more times than not more times than not. The saints are coming out with that win. Don't matter because you give this city all day, all day to party to oh, Friday and Sunday. And you give us good weather. Oh my god, the Smoothie King Center is going to be fucking electric on Friday. And we have our French Quarter Fest. And we have yeah. <laughs> oh, everything. There's so much going on. Yeah, Friday's <laughs> going to be amazing. And they gave us the late game. I know they they're idiots. They, they, they fucked up. The uh, I'm telling you, it's going to be great. I'm, I plan on getting off, and, and I, I want to head downtown. I'm start having a couple cocktails real early. Get in there, and make make some noise, you know. <laughs> Do what I got to do. But that's what Five. I was saying earlier, man. That's what I'm saying earlier. If we could get on an early run and get this crowd into the game and keep them into the game yeah. right off the bat, you could have this game wrapped up by halftime. Oh, dude, it, it's going to be electric. Go, it's just going to keep going and keep going. If, if you could just go on a, a hot run right out the gate. It, it, it's yeah. Lido and, and then um, – CJ's presser, uh, Lito, you know, he actually talks about, or after game two, he talks about like the environment back in New Orleans. Like, you know, man, I remember when I was in Portland and we had to come in here and we got our ass kicked. Like, CJ knows, uh, obviously, as five pointed out, Chris, Chris Paul knows, but a lot of those guys probably don't know. No, but I, I wanted to say real, real quick, sorry, like that no, Portland series when we swept them, that was nothing, that game, that playing game. Blew every single one of those games yeah. out of the water. There was nothing like that. I haven't yeah. seen that place like that in years. Yeah, so, see, I don't even think CJ knows. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Well, he does now because he played there. But, like, when he was in Portland, he didn't know. Like, that probably right. blew him out the water, you know, when he played. Thank God he was playing for us when it happened. But, yeah, I had never seen anything like that in that place. Long, long time. Uh. Wait, what was the question? <laughs> Sorry. Nah, just the environment, bro. The environment. Environment. <laughs> oh, the environment. Yeah. 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 Oh. Okay, I mean, yeah. man, it's gonna it's gonna be electric, man. It's gonna it's gonna again, it's French Quarter Fest weekend. It, you know, I know I know everybody not in New Orleans or not in the area may not understand exactly what that means, but like 
that's some big shit, guys. Just trust me. Just 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 trust me on this one. It's it's just it's a it's big. A, it's a lower tier than Jazz Fest. It's I would probably like Mardi Gras Jazz Fest. I think I think it's bigger than Jazz Fest. Oh no, no it's not. Shut I'm you talking me. to Lito. Look, look, look I mean, five. What are we talking about? This I'm is not a Jazz Fest posters hanging up in my house. I was going to French Quarter Fest. Jazz Fest growing up. That shit was like, if somebody gave me a ticket, I'd go. But if I, anyway, Lito, no, I'm you compare you comparing with you know your new audience. Right, right, it's not right. the same. It's not the same. Is that what you? <laughs> I mean, five, you know what, five? I want you to elaborate a little bit. Why is it not the same? I want you as, to get into it. Why is it not the same? As a, as a person from Hammond, Louisiana, that went to a uh, uh, Catholic Catholic high school, yet I have friends that look like me. I can understand the intersection between the two and the separation. <laughs> you guys enjoy jazz fest. My friend above me enjoys. <laughs> Uh, Prince Quarter Fest, and I believe, but I and I'll be honest. As a person, when I first heard of Prince Quarter, I'm like, all right, cool. We go get some food, some uh, stuffed uh, mac mac baked potatoes, something like that, some crawfish baked potatoes. I'm like, all right, cool. But when you get out there, there's some sights to see. You have a really good time. So I'll be honest. Time. I'm gonna be honest. I'm a, I'm with Lito on this one, but I do enjoy Jasper. That's why I said it's a little a little bit different. But hey. Just okay. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We I'm sorry. We the off the rails a little. The environment. The environment. Oh, the environment is gonna be electric. Yo, I I saw CJ walk in the locker room and he when he said, "Yo, I expected to get that motherfucking win," and he did this one thing, man, where he was talking to the team, but he specifically walked over to. He specifically walked over to the guy and he dapped him off and he said, Yeah, we expected to win that shit. And they they I hate to make this sound so dramatic, but they 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 had a they had a locked-in stare. They was like, you know what I'm saying? This is the only beginning of this shit. Brandon had like blood in his eyes. Brandon was like, I want more. I want, I want more of this. This is this is this is this is the beginning of my superstardom. I want the whole fucking world to know. He's like, that was great, Lido. Uh, Lido and Fi, y'all been awesome today. Steve, you've been, so you've been much really passion. good. <laughs> like, a lot of so passion. passion. <laughs> you know, because we've been such losers for so long, man. It's oh, like, man. well, uh, the fan, the fan base, the franchise. Sorry, we haven't, we haven't won basketball games. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. The franchise that we support has not won basketball games. It's finally nice to see our team be successful on a national stage because five, I want to close it up with this because we have been defending this team, especially you and Lito. Like y'all were in spaces like when we were one in 12, like literally, I don't know how y'all did it, but to see it start. No, it's serious to see this start one in 12, three and 16. And then now we're tied one and one coming home for game three. Like that's that's insane to think about the roller coaster of the season. I mean, it's kind of what you expect, though. You know what I'm saying? We nothing was really ever given to us. We we're not gonna get the LeBron James. When you think about even when he went to the Lakers, he necessarily just wanted our team in Los Angeles. He brought everybody that we had. Essentially, he wanted Drew too into Los Angeles. That's all he wanted. 
to continue to be feel like we've been stepped on or stepped over and somebody else was able to go and you know ad won a, a bubble ring then drew wins a ring and people like see you just gotta leave la and leave uh, louisiana and leave new orleans and you'll be fine like nah you ain't gotta do that you could have did that here you just chose the easier route and that's cool that's cool for you that's just not cool for me i'm cool with with cats that want want it a certain way you know what i'm saying even if you lose i'm cool with that i can support you because you want it a certain way and, and, and you stood on that so that i'm i'm happy i'm happy i'm ecstatic that we're at this point at this juncture um i'm not gonna say i expected it i did expect it i just didn't expect it this soon i'm happy it's here we uh we got the lakers pick we're gonna pack them up we packed the clippers up hell we about to pack the signs up too everything on the west coast whatever you need the whole region the whole yeah, yeah fuck it um and we are in the western conference steven predictions for game steven predictions for game three and four go quick um look man it realistically i i do believe that we can win both games but if we if we take if we go one and one here cool happy but i want i uh, i don't know I, I i hate making predictions like this. i mean i hate it it's easy Lido, go oh go Lido. Uh, one and one you dick all right here's my prediction pills and sticks but that doesn't predict three and four. <laughs> nope. well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> That's the prediction. Pels okay, and Pels and six, five. Oh, and six. Hold on, wait, wait. Five, before you go, I can say one thing? Yeah, of course. Just to piggyback off what five said about us not having it easy, we are, we are, this in this region, we do something called getting it out of the mud. We are mud babies. We have to create every opportunity for us. Nobody gives us anything. Which is why I was saying earlier on the timeline, yo, like fuck the national media. I don't look at them for acceptance. Like I never they outsiders. They wouldn't understand what's going on down here. As far as uh Lafayette, Hammond, Baru, you know what I'm saying? The areas, like you wouldn't understand it. We we are we are on an island. They they would never be able to understand the colloquialisms, the 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 food, the shit we like. A fest, French Quarter fest, like we getting up about that, like they would never understand that shit. So, like, yo, again, if y'all are listening, stick to the local reporters, stick to the advocates of the team, stick to the people with the passion who have been talking about the team. We don't need, yo, what the fuck is a Kendrick Perkins cosign doing for us? I don't want him to. I don't fucking want him to say nice things about me. Fuck him, Nathaniel. Nathaniel. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Bob. Go ahead. That was good. That was good. I- Prediction five. <laughs> we, at, at worst, we one and one. At best, we two and zero. Oh. Like I, I'm, I'm seventy percent sure we're gonna get this two and zero. Oh. I feel like Devin Booker not being there is gonna be a key. If we can stop Chris Paul, if we can stop Chris Paul, slow him down, give him some fifteen and ten games, whatever you can do that, we're gonna be fine. Five is um. Is there any chance we go zero and two over the weekend? Hell no. No. Hell no. No. Like Bubba Dub say. Not just hope. Not just no, but hell no. Hey, hell no. Hey, hey, is is so you said so? Listen, Mikael Bridges and and and, and Bossman ninety nine. Jay Crowder go beat us. Is that, is that? Boy, you guys, you saw. Guys, you saw, saw his stat line in the first game. <laughs> you saw Mikael. Mikael was scratching his head because he was like, man, I don't know what to do with Brandon. Y'all, y'all get mad at me. I'm just trying to drive the show and ask questions. I'm well, getting attacked well, over here. I'm <laughs> Mikhail, who, who attacked you? 
Do you think Mikel Bridges at 99 is going to beat us? I'm saying, no, I'm saying, I'm saying exactly. I'm just acting like I'm talking to Stephen Nick. I, 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 these are all the things I would yell at him. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying, Mikel Bridges, they're in a position now, right? Well, we're putting Herb on. Hopefully, you can hear him on Chris. Yeah. So if Mikael Bridges erupts for 30 or Jay Crowder gets 40, fuck it. I, I'm, I'm losing that. I don't care. I'll, I'll I'll take that loss. That's good. That's a good. Do you want to say anything, Five? Because I feel like it's a really good stoppage point. You just want to. That point. is. That is. That ain't happening. That ain't happening in the blender. That ain't happening. You hell. might as well shut that up. Hell so no. You're, hell no. If Jay Crowder gets 40 points, I'll get a Suns logo tattooed on my ass. That boy just had one point, one assist, one rebound. That's Bro, the whole point we... of the bet. If he did 40 points, I'm good taking odds. my eyebrows off. Real good odds. I'm taking my eyebrows off. I'm taking my mustache <laughs> off. I'm going to look like somebody on the Catcher Predator. Because, like, fuck that. <laughs> like, nah. I mean, that's definitely both of y'all being documented. Like, that's going in archives. Um, <laughs> that's five. That's Steven. That's Lido. Once again, thanks for stopping in. Presented by Comfy Burger, located at 4600 Ferret Street. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Talk on Instagram. Uh, Steven, I don't even know what your handle is. Conrad Reed 5. That would be Jarrett and Lido the... No. Is it Lido? Lido, no, no. Look, look, look. I got you. Lido the Brandon Ingram stand. Lido the Brandon Ingram stand. Teve, what's yours? What's yours, Steven? F dot Steve. I don't know. There you go. Instagram? No, Twitter. You're not a Twitter guy. Anyway. TPPT. TPPT. So we will see y'all most likely Monday. Have a great weekend. Hope to see y'all out there at French Quarter Fest. Obviously, games three and four in New Orleans. You got the Zurich Classic, man. It's so awesome to see the city back. Presented by Boot Crew Media. Way. It was a finger roll of anything. <laughs> that, that, that's a dunk.